The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Show episode 261. Is that right? Well, what's yeah. going to be in our little week review thing? Oh, oh yeah. That's right. Yeah, another little, little, little uh, uh, kerfuffle oh, uh, boy, thanks no. to a tweet by the president. Because, you know, that's what matters. Oh, that God. is the center of the universe. Oh, so, that, no. Well, Trump said some things, most notably some about things. Elon Omar. God, no. And uh, no. well, everyone got upset about it. Oh, my and, God. Uh, uh, it, it it ended up in a big, big, big history. Oh my God! Now don't you belittle this, Nelson. You need to face up to what your president did. Oh, just, just, just shove it off. Is oh, he he said some things. Oh my, oh my God, that is outrageous. Oh boy, well, it wasn't outrageous, huh, Lefty? When uh, Omar went out there and said that, what? oh, some people did some things. What? When talking about 9-11, uh-uh. Uh, uh, oh, that uh, wasn't outrageous at all, uh, now, was yeah, it? Yeah, that's well, a good point there, Red. You no, know, it isn't. It's hard to believe oh, yeah. anyone's supposed outrage when they don't have a problem with an obvious anti-Semite oh, my God. like Ileana Omar. What? I mean, she's part of the BDS movement. Uh, she has no problems with these affiliations with the likes of the Mother and Brotherhood, who what? were allied with the Nazis, and of course, what? to this very day, call for Since the extermination of every Jew on the planet. So, uh, yeah, that's perfectly fine. We can't be outraged no. about that. But no. uh, that old sentiment of, hey, if you don't like America, why don't you get out? Yeah. Uh, which uh, actually dates back to, to the Vietnam oh War God. era, I believe. No. And uh, that was constantly thrown around. No. And people were, oh my God, how could you say that is exactly. And the reason yeah. you have to get all upset and, and, and yeah, go right. into all these uh, hysterics and whatever is because you can't really answer the question, can you? What? <laughs> logical question if no. the United States no. of America is so crappy as Ilan Omar uh, presents it as that we're in this Horrible fascist, racist uh, police state. It is now. Um, Right after uh, two terms of a black president. Uh, Yes, if it's that, then uh, why would she want to be here? Why wouldn't she want to go back to her beloved Somalia? Oh, because Somalia uh, was a horrible uh, place where uh, uh, people were massacred and whatnot. And the United States actually rescued her. And you gave her a home and and a wonderful life. And this what? is how she thanks people. She's an absolute bigot, and it's enough yeah. of crap to have oh constantly have to take uh, lectures on bigotry from bigots. Oh, no, and you so, don't. Uh, th- that's the situation we're in here. No, it isn't. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God, this is outrageous. Oh, God. I mean, good Lord, where to begin? And, don't. Uh, you know, it just, this demonstrates the very racism oh, God. that Congresswoman of uh, uh, is trying to educate people. You ain't gonna learn nothing from that knothead. Oh my god, that's racist. What? Only racist, that's absolutely What the hell are you talking you about? Apologize and resign from the program. What? Never to be heard or seen again. God damn, it's a common uh, thing they're saying about someone who's stupid. Oh my god. How can that be racist? If you're gonna say she can't be stupid like other human beings can what? be, then you are suggesting she's not a human. What? Therefore, you're the racist. Oh racist. my god, god, no. Damn it. Uh, oh, no, oh, no. Idiot. It's obvious you were mocking her head. 
which what? is a, an, an, an aspect of her cousin, which she disrespected because she's a woman of color. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got to remember that, Red. In Lefty's world, people are reduced to nothing more than skin what? and genitals. Oh, oh, please, just Stop it and admit defeat here. Your boy Trump screwed up and revealed himself for the rest. No, hell no. Hell no. No, 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 no. The truth is, Lefty, you're upset because Trump done whooped your ass. Oh, no, he did not. Because nobody likes them four bitches. Oh, nobody, my God. Nobody can stand that nasty bitch squad. Oh, my well, God. Uh, I, I, it just, oh, my yeah, God. Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, there were points to be made here that uh, some felt that Trump uh, was messing up because, you see, no. uh, yes, uh, nobody likes these idiots. Hell no. <laughs> nobody uh, likes the fraud that uh, AOC is. What? They don't like the bigotry and um, obvious oh, blatant it. racism of uh, Omar and uh, Tlaib. And, and no one even remembers uh, Presley. So uh, yeah, no who? one really likes them. And uh, even Democrats really can't stand them. And they were trying to uh, isolate them and distance themselves. Just stop Uh, it. But then Trump drops his tweet. And so Pelosi is forced to uh, come to their defense and rein them in. And uh, they got to. And of course, the Democratic Party is completely and utterly beholden to theatrics and, and, and. uh, uh-huh. Manipulation of raw emotion. So oh, every yeah. time something like this happens, they got to pounce Stop on it, it. and uh, uh, make something of it. But the problem is, the problem is they is can't seem to get rid of, of this albatross of these, of of uh, you know, bizarre uh, uh, people here with their, uh, well, just the first like I said, uh, they're bigots and they just flat out are. Oh, and they can pretend not to see it. But the the rest of the people obviously do, and they're very unpopular, uh, and they don't even represent their own uh, districts. Uh, Most famously, of course, was AOC herself uh, with what she did with the Amazon deal. And uh, she's a, a complete fraud. I mean, the, the idea a that, that people color. still got to uh, uh, take her seriously uh, when she's color. constantly stumbling over herself. And then she uh, completes that uh, total color. fraudulent act of being upset of and crying at the gates of, of the apparent uh, concentration camps uh, of where uh, uh, so-called refugees are and all that sort of thing. And then, of course, the wide shot shows it was an empty parking lot. And how do you, in, only in this day and age, and only a Democrat could survive something like that. And when she was just a blatant liar of what she was doing there. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, taking advantage of people and manipulating uh, people's troubles for her own gain, uh, what she was trying to do, even to the point of fantasy. So they're not very popular, but the idea was that Trump, you know, he goes, watch this, watch, I'm going to tweet, and they're all going to scream. They're like, no, Trump, don't. Uh, they're at each other's throats. Let them fight it out. No, no, no. I got to keep them together. And that's that's the goal. That's what he was doing. Uh, so now they're stuck with him, uh, you know, for this week. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Nancy is not in charge of her party. And uh, and that's why they keep pushing and pushing for impeachment over Trump just being nasty. <laughs> that's an argument you made. To keep him from getting elected, and it color. didn't work. He really, uh, the idea color. that you're going to sell impeachment on color. that he's just nasty, and he tweets mean things, 
Uh, it's not going to go over well. And Nancy Pelosi understands and knows this. And I can't believe I'm in the position of having to defend Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> but compared to this crowd, well, she's the more sane of the group, and she knows that this would be uh, uh, problematic. And uh, Trump is just teasing and pushing her into it. So, uh, yeah, nothing really changed here. Uh, the same uh, screaming and hollering and theatrics, very loud over absolutely nothing. So, uh, let's move on to other things. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, this is how it's going to be. All right, Red, uh, break the emergency. Oh, yeah. We might as well just Get do on that right now. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Colombian drug smuggler hid cocaine under his toupee. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Spanish police arrested a Colombian man who allegedly had half a kilo of cocaine stashed under his toupee when he arrived in Barcelona on a flight from Colombia. The accused mule caught the attention of investigators due to the towering nature of the wig sitting atop his head. A subsequent search of the suspect yielded the cocaine which was inside a plastic bag glued to his dome. Cops said that the accused mule, who was not identified, arrived June 18 in Barcelona on a hot flight from Bogota, which they described as an incoming plane from a narcotics-producing country. The ingenuity of drug traffickers has no limit when trying to circumvent the controls, police said. Depending on purity and how it was cut, investigators said the seized cocaine could have yielded 30,000 euros, equal to about $33,500. Well, was that really worth flipping your wig? This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Get ready for Mr. Nelson Riff's Flash Gordon Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe Chapter 3. Yes, all you have to do is head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y.com slash n-a-i-l-s-i-n yes it's just that simple and there you can get your hands on mr nelson riffs flash gordon space soldiers conquer the universe chapter three for only 90 cents it'll be like watching a movie with me on your phone or other device uh, flash gordon and his crew get caught in an avalanche while dr zarkov gets in an aerial dogfight with ming's thugs and after that zarkov battles his crew over the break room microwave this film, on occasion, includes music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Nelson Theater at Selfie.com slash Nelson and order your 90 cents digital copy of this lovely little treatment of an old legendary film today. 
like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Sally, I told you you needed to lose at least 25 pounds, but since our last visit, you've gained 10. I know, Doctor, but no matter what I do, I just can't seem to fight my compulsion to eat. Hmm, well, perhaps you should try slip-through. Slip-through? What's that? Why, it's the latest in diet pill medication. Utilizing the slip-through treatment, you can eat whatever you want, and you won't gain weight. In fact, of course, you'll lose it. Oh, well, give me it. Well, now, wait. Ah, there. Of course, there are certain side effects, uh, including, oh, anal leakage, uh, projectile diarrhea, and, of course, your bed sheets will look like an empty pizza box. Wait, what? Well, you got to understand, as the slip-through denies your body its ability to store fat, well, it, the food's got to go somewhere. So, of course, it slips through. Oh, you mean, oh, oh. Ah, it's working already. Slip through available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and other fine pharmacies. Warning: Slip through may result in projectile vomiting, projectile diarrhea, anal leakage, bleeding urine, bleeding eyes, uh, organ failure, and memory loss. You have been warned. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Florida man mutilates wife's lover. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson, a gun-toting Florida man broke into the home of his wife's lover and cut off the man's penis with a pair of scissors. Oh, jeez. And uh, then uh, subsequently fled the scene with the severed organ. Uh, The victim told cops that a neighbor, Alex Benilia, uh, 49 entered his mobile home in the town of Bell Sunday morning and threatened to kill him. Once inside, cops say Benilia warned the victim that he would kill him if he resisted. Benilia then took the victim into his bedroom, tied him up, and forcefully cut off the victim's penis with a pair of scissors. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, boy. Uh, Benilia then fled the victim's residence uh, with the victim's severed penis in his possession. Well, investigators reported that there were two juveniles in the home when Benilia, armed with a 9mm handgun, burst in through an unlocked rear door. According to the arrest report, Benilia recently caught his wife and the victim having sex. Vanilla lives directly across the street from the victim. Vanilla, who works for a dairy, was charged with multiple felony charges for completely severing the victim's sexual organ. Vanilla is being held in the Gilchrist County Jail in lieu of $1.25 million bond. The victim was transported to a local hospital for treatment. (laughs) 
successfully. Their arrest report does not detail the man's condition or whether the severed penis was recovered. Jeez. So, uh, if you happen to find it, I'd contact the Gilchrist County Sheriff's Department. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, oh, this is my Bubba Stargone t-shirt. Bubba Stargone? Oh, man, is that all the characters? Is that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man, where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where are that? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bubba Star concert. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well... Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zezzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Sin Productions comes a space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! In our last episode, Bubba Stargon went to confront Admiral Johnny Ray. And, well, it didn't go well. And, in fact, uh, it turns out Professor Tushy Cheeks is also mutating into a demigod of some sort. Well, well, anyway, meanwhile, the rest of the crew had been monitoring this. Uh, hey there, Johnny. Oh, good lord. Star God is just an idiot. This isn't going to work at uh, all. Hold on a minute there, Dr. Lear. We all agreed that since Bubba is the captain, it was up to him to confront Admiral Johnny Ray. That doesn't mean he'll be successful. Well, Professor Cheeks went over there to help him out. Unlike, you know, the two of you. Oh, good Lord, Louie. You're the one who's been sleeping with the man. You should have been standing oh, no, by himself. outrageous. Why do you always got to bring that up? Well, it's true. That's, that's not the point. The real point is that we should be working on a plan B. Unfortunately, I have just the thing. What do you mean? Well, I will simply utilize my wormhole technology as a weapon against Johnny Ray. You see, all we need to do is activated as we did before, but aim it stream directly at the Admiral, thereby sending him through the wormhole and then collapsing it. Even someone with his apparent abilities couldn't possibly survive. Oh, wait a minute! That's crazy, Dr. Lear. I mean, the, the, that kind of uh, power could, could destroy the Edsel. We'd probably have barely any time to escape. And as for Stargon and Booze, why... They wouldn't escape either. They'd be sucked away in the wormhole, probably. No, not necessarily. I would direct the blast directly at the Admiral himself. And it's 
possible uh, Stargon could get booze and uh, with the help of Dr. Cheeks and then and, and leave the sick bay. Yeah, that could work. Uh, it would work fine. It's all guesswork and mere speculation. Besides, how do you think this would even work at all with with the Admiral's powers? Well, we probably wouldn't even be able to begin it without him knowing. Well, I'm counting on the Admiral being distracted with Bubba and Professor Cheeks. Oh, that's quite the gamble, Dr. Lear. Well, doing nothing is probably a greater risk, Spot. I mean, I'm sorry, but this is all we got. And besides, you're willing to risk our entire lives and perhaps the survival of the star system on the ability of Bubba to negotiate with the Admiral. Now, come on! Well, um... Yeah, all right, I guess you got a point there. Yes, well, now that that's settled, I'll need your help, Mr. Spot, in re-aiming the device towards sickbay. And we can use the sensor systems to detect Admiral Johnny Ray specifically. All right, I'm on it. In the meantime, Butsy, yep. direct all sensors towards sickbay. Well, do, Mr. Spot. Uh, in the meantime, I'm directing PAL-9000 to prep the shuttle for our evacuation. If there's time. There should be, there should be. Sensors now scanning sick bay. What the hell? Oh. What the hell was that? Are we under attack? No, no, there seems to be some sort of electrical discharge. What? Electrical discharge? Oh, no. It's the Admiral. He must already be on to us. Quick, Mr. Smut. Pull the trigger on the wormhole apparatus. But, but we're not ready. Just do it. And with that, suddenly... All's quiet in space. What the hell just happened? Well, you'll just have to tune in for the next exciting episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Florida woman slashes boyfriend because he was too tired for sex. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. After her boyfriend said he was too tired to have sex, a Florida woman allegedly grabbed a kitchen knife and slashed him multiple times on the arm and shoulder. The confrontation between Jennifer Lee Chapman, 37, and her live-in boyfriend occurred around 5.45 a.m. in the couple's apartment in Doondin, a Tampa suburb. A sheriff's deputy reported that Chapman and the 36-year-old victim got into a verbal argument over defendant wanting to have sex, and the victim did not because he was too tired. After Chapman grabbed a knife and cut her arm, the couple began grappling on the kitchen floor. When they briefly separated, Chapman allegedly cut the victim's left arm and shoulder area multiple times. She also head-butted and punched her boyfriend in the face. Chapman was arrested in connection with the July 5th incident. She was booked into the county jail after being charged with aggravated battery, a felony. Chapman is also facing a probation violation charge in connection with her guilty plea last year for illegally possessing marijuana, crystal meth, and the antidepressant Xanax. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Oh boy, Florida, huh? <laughs> Jeez. 
Well, that deserves its own, uh, perhaps, but maybe not segment. Anywho, uh, well, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is underway as I'm taping this, and uh, all sorts of things can come out of that. Uh, but one of the interesting things that keeps cropping up, and uh, one that I'm particularly interested in, is uh, the Snyder Cut. Now, uh, people raised money for this who want to see the Snyder Cut, which is the Zack Snyder version of the Justice League film. Um, uh, they were able to, uh, they sent a lot of, they did a lot of letter writing campaigns to Warner Brothers officials, and they managed to uh, get a billboard at the, in the, I forget, in San Diego where the Comic Con is. And uh, there it is. It'll, you know, it's released a Snyder Cut, and uh, it's a hashtag and all that. And um, I think there's going, it may have already done it where they had, a an airplane to fly over with the banner <laughs> release the snack and so uh, a lot of promotion for it and there was even uh a, a donations for a suicide prevention a charity which uh the reason that uh, snyder left the justice league uh project was the unfortunate uh, uh demise of his daughter um and so uh, he he's been big on uh, the suicide prevention uh, uh, charity and whatnot, and uh, you know, uh, developing you know hotlines and counseling and that sort of thing. So uh, the the story is that uh, of course Zack Snyder uh, was brought in by uh, Christopher Nolan, who did the Dark Knight trilogy films, and they at Warner's had to approach Nolan about hey how about uh, uh, producing a Superman film. Uh, now, Nolan was not interested in directing another superhero uh, trilogy or what have you, uh, but he would produce a Superman film, and this led to Zack Snyder being brought in to direct. Uh, and so that became Man of Steel. Um, at the time, uh, there was no shared universe idea or any of that. I, I've had people online say, yes, there was. No, you can go back to the interviews and whatnot. Because at the time, George Miller, the director who originated uh, Mad Max and all that, he was doing a Justice League film. It was just about to uh, take off, and then the writer's strike came in and they they scrapped it. He had had he had had a cast. He had everybody. Army Hammer was going to be Batman. They had, they had come out. They had uh, been outfitted in costumes and all this stuff. And uh, that was going to be its own separate thing. It was not going to be connected to either the the Nolan and the Nolan Batman was set in a real world scenario and would not fit within a world where there's other you know super powered superheroes and that sort of thing. And uh, so that was the the deal there. They were just going to do this other movie. Um, and, uh, Zack Snyder, uh, his Man of Steel would have nothing to do with that either. And Man of Steel was just going to be part one of a new Superman trilogy. Uh, well, Marvel was burning up, uh, <laughs> the scene with their successful introduction of an, of a shared universe idea. They did it with one film and that was Iron Man. And basically you have the teaser at the end or let me back up. They did it with two films because uh, the, the incredible Hulk was at the same time. And there was another, uh, teaser at the end where Tony Stark shows up at the end of that. And there you go. That's all you had to do. And they would figure it out as they went along. But these were two standalone films that were just with a few short scenes of cameos and whatnot, they linked them. So it's not that hard to start off with that. 
<laughs> but for whatever reason, uh, the DC people seem to be mystified uh, by the idea of a shared universe as if it's some sort of strange conundrum and it's very hard to do and all this sort of thing. Uh, so, uh, with that going on, uh, they went ahead and asked backwards, <laughs> decided that yes, Man of Steel would be a tentpole film for a shared universe. Now there's Easter eggs in it. There's a satellite that clearly has the Wayne uh, logo on it in a scene there, but when Zod and Superman are fighting and all that, uh, but not, not really on par with what Iron Man established with just a, with a very simple scene with Nick Fury showing up and that sort of thing. Um, there was an attempt at that sort of idea with Green Lantern, but it, Green Lantern flopped so hard that they probably gave up on it for a bit. Uh, but now the idea was, no, the Superman film would do it. Now, The Man of Steel, it's still coming out of that Nolan era with Nolan producing it, and a lot about it does look sort of like it's Superman Begins, which was kind of what the people were calling it while news about it being developed and everything was coming. And there's a lot of that sentiment there that this Superman lives in the real world. Uh, he is Superman. He has the powers. It's the same story and everything. But the consequences of that superpowered world is displayed there. And that's the explanation for all the violence and the absolute devastation to uh, Metropolis in the battle with the, uh, the Kryptonian criminals and all that. Uh, and also that there was a lot of criticism that Superman, uh, he seemed careless and stuff. he's not careless. He's just a freshman superhero and he's not ready for it. And all that's demonstrated there, but some of this weighed it down and the desaturated look was probably not a good idea when you come with Superman it works fine for Batman, but not so much Superman. So the film was profitable. It did well, but not what they expected. And, and there's a reasonable expectation that it should have been done a lot better. People were waiting for a Superman film and all that. And, uh, but this, this didn't quite cut it. So they got nervous and they decided, okay, uh, we, the next film has to have Batman in it. <laughs> and it's just all of a sudden slapped on there. Uh, obviously the Nolan version of Batman would not fit in this world. So they had to introduce a new Batman and they came at it with borrowing things from the dark Knight returns comic book series, which is about an older Batman who's basically retired and he comes into conflict with Superman. Uh, basically there are two views on how the world should be and that sort of thing. Uh, that's not really the, the case here. There's some of that where obviously Clark Kent doesn't like what the way Batman's fighting crime in Gotham and all that in Batman versus Superman, but Batman versus Superman was, was tasked with an impossible, uh, goal, which was to do in one movie, what Marvel at that point had done in five years. <laughs> so yeah, it was not really going to work. Now I enjoy uh, the full cut of Batman versus Superman. It's still a flawed film. Uh, I think Lex Luthor is weak uh, and uh, the, the plot just doesn't quite come together. And it, it's for, and Wonder Woman really just appears. Uh, it, it's, it's clearly, Hey, we're setting up other movies and it's just too much of that to be its own film. Um, and so there you go. That being said, I did, you know, and the DC comics people like myself, uh, what, you know, you look for you, there's things for you to enjoy it's similar to what Marvel did with theirs. Uh, but the Marvel movies just had more solid plots for them and they were standalone. This is not a standalone film. It's just sort of a film in the middle of something that they intended to do 
afterwards. And that afterwards was supposed to be Justice League. So even while they're fit wrapping up Batman versus Superman, Warners gave Snyder the go ahead, do the write up Justice League, get it going and all that. And then the, the returns were coming in and the criticism of Batman and they got scared. Uh, in the, at the same time, they quickly rushed out Suicide Squad, which really is a terrible film. Uh, it starts off with an interesting premise, even though it's flawed in the sense of that team they form. His idea is going to take on a rogue Superman. That team wouldn't last two seconds against a rogue Superman, so it was really stupid in that point. But basically, other than that, uh, there's no story. It just falls apart, and it's just a bunch of scenes of them walking around the street talking about how tough it is being a bunch of psychopathic criminals. <laughs> and so... That was it. Uh, and so th- this was a very damaging to the whole concept of, of DC movies. And so that it stuck. And it's still, even to this day, the DC is the, the guys who just can't shoot straight. Uh, then Wonder Woman came. And Wonder Woman, perhaps because it was a female character and they wanted it to work well, they gave her more leeway than others. But Wonder Woman is actually a fantastic film. It's, it's the best they've done. Aquaman would go on to hit the billion-dollar mark. Uh, but Wonder Woman is just the far superior film in story and plot and whatever, and is very simplistic and similar to how Iron Man was done. I mean, it stays pretty well true to the original story. There's some tweaks here and there, but uh, same thing with Iron Man, but that's was how it was successful. And also just basic adventure, and uh, which is what Aquaman would follow later on, and it goes a long way to explain its success. And and there you go. And it had bookends that connected it to this larger universe. And that's all you needed. And then you move on. So uh, the problems for Zack Snyder, and he takes all the uh, blame for this, but he was brought in to do a Superman trilogy. They change it. Let's bring Batman in. And it's a bigger universe thing. And so it's this chaotic movie he had to try to pull together. Uh, and then he's on to Justice League, which would uh, solidify the story he was trying to tell there. And there's more elements in his Justice League. But uh, this, the tragedy of his daughter happens and also Warner Brothers wanting to, to make they they wanted to wash their hands of him, it appears. And they, it, it, a lot of people suggest they coldly took advantage of this scenario. You know, not there. I don't know. But. It just looks that way. And so Joss Whedon comes in. Hey, Joss, make it a Marvel movie. Uh, and to, to his credit, I don't like the man, <laughs> but apparently he said, look, you need to cancel the release date. Uh, I don't have enough time here to shoot the movie you want. And they said, no, uh, they knew that the merger with AT&T at that time was coming. No one else knew about it. And they wanted to ensure their bonuses by, by finishing the films that they had, you know, booked, so to speak, for that year. So pushing it into another year would fail to do so. Uh, so this is a, whether or not it's a hit or not didn't matter. <laughs> so it became this hodgepodge kind of Frankenstein version and they wanted it cut down. Uh, and all this stuff because Zack Snyder's version is very long. And I think there were like two different versions initially. And then he was to cut that down and then probably do it again. They wanted it at two hours. They didn't think uh, over two hours would work. Uh, they were scared of that. They thought they were uh, the, the, that the burn from the other two films was too much and it would pay a price. So that's what they were pushing for. And uh, Josh Whedon's able to get it down to that. The problem is, uh, even though when, when I saw the film and I'd already heard people were mad at it and everything, 
sitting in the theater watching it, I'm waiting for it to become this horrible film that I'd heard about. It's not really that awful. Uh, an awful, uh, uh, insulting film would be Last Jedi. That's just devastating to that franchise. This one, you know, it's got its stupid things and its flaws in it. But all in all, it's 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 kind of weird, but it's not that bad of a superhero film. Uh, but it's but when you hear the details of Zack Snyder's version, it's obvious that that one was far superior, and it fits in with the world that he crafted with two films. So. Uh, the most notable thing was the plot for the villain Steppenwolf. Uh, he's there and he and his parademons arrive because mankind is scared because Superman died at the end of Batman versus Superman. Uh, that doesn't work. <laughs> they set the premise that Steppenwolf came to Earth to conquer it thousands of years ago and the ancient uh, Atlanteans and Amazons and uh, the tribes of man uh, get, uh, uh, came together to fight him off well, along with a green lantern and everything. And uh, they do. And uh, he's ruined after that. And now uh, he's ready to come back because uh, mankind in the world is afraid. <laughs> it, it's like the fear draws him in. And it's just so stupid, uh, you know, because, he, you know, the World War Two didn't uh, scare them. Uh, the Cold War didn't scare them. Yeah, you know, you go back further. The, the Crusades didn't scare them. The Black Plague didn't scare them. <laughs> you know, it's just no, come on. Um, so uh, that was stupid. But in Zack Snyder's, it's basically Z uh, Steppenwolf is looking to find those mother boxes, which had been introduced and looked at in the Batman versus Superman movie. And uh, it was supposed to be in the Wonder Woman film, but they cut it. I don't think they should have. Uh, but I guess maybe they were already thinking they were going to shave that down. I don't know. But um, And he needed that power of those mother boxes to take on Darkseid. Now, Darkseid, we now know, actually appeared in that uh, flashback scene that showed the original battle and all that. And more and more details and scenes Zack Snyder would leak all the while, for whatever reason, I don't know, people who were wanting to see it in whatever form uh, Zack Snyder's version was, uh, were chastised and attacked by people who were determined to declare there was no such thing. Now, the idea that there was no was absolutely absurd. The man was working on a film. There was even talk that they had viewed it and someone had said it was unwatchable because it was too long, they thought, and they wanted it cut down. Uh, and then, of course, his daughter's death and all that. And then Joss Whedon comes in and cuts it down to two hours. And this is what you get. Uh, but there's a lot of footage there that the man did and he releases it little by little, just showing you not the footage, but scenes and whatnot. There were some bits of footage that showed that some of the special effects wasn't finished. So you can make that point that it wasn't complete. Uh, and there's talk that the musical score was never done because it was originally supposed to be that junkie XL guy who worked with Hans Zimmer on the other films. Uh, but then Joss Whedon brought in, um, Oh, damn it. The guy from Oingo Bongo, Boingo, who <laughs> did the original Batman movie film score. Damn it. Why am I blanking on his name? Anyway, uh, Danny Elfman, he came in and did the score. All right. Well, that's not the original score that they intended. And I don't know that Junkie XL is ever actually to record anything before he was fired. So there's that. And then, there, of course, there's the special effects. There's a scene where Barry Allen uh, saves his girlfriend, Iris, and all that, and it's clearly not finished with some of the uh, CGI and whatnot, uh, and that sort of thing. So that would have been the only real technical holdback uh, that you got to put the money forward to finish that bit. Um, but all in all, 
uh, yeah, uh, Snyder himself confirmed that yes, there is a cut. He said he seemed to suggest that there were multiple ones, and that he has them. But it's up to Warner Brothers to decide what to do. And the push was if people want to see it. Um, you know, if it could be like the Donner cut, which was the original cut of Superman two, uh, that eventually did come out, uh, and it's unfinished, but, uh, you know, could it be a finished thing? And even if it did, it, it would be an interesting thing, but the idea that they would go back and acknowledge that is the true version <laughs> and continue those stories, because I think it's supposed to end in a cliffhanger and then you're supposed to have two more, at least, uh, justice league films to wrap up the overall story. So uh, I would want to see it just to see it. And uh, there's all this work and footage done and it it, it easily sounds like a better plot. And it's one of these things of the lessons of uh, they interfered way too much and they kept changing things all the time and pushing him to do this and do that when it was this and then it became that and you can, and then blame him for the failure. It's, it, it's, it's absolutely unfair. There are things and choices Zack Snyder made that I don't agree with, with for those films, but ultimately he doesn't deserve the blame and hatred that some people bestowed on him uh, for what became of all this. So, uh, uh, I would hope that some uh, t- uh, version of it would come about. Since then, uh, Zack Snyder's uh, uh, version of The Watchmen uh, is on the DC Universe uh, streaming service, and uh, that would be an interesting place to put the Snyder Cut if they so chose to do. But uh, one can hope. Meanwhile, uh, the DCEU has had a big success with Aquaman, which I don't think they anticipated, uh, Shazam was profitable for itself because they did it on the cheap, even though it got it didn't do as well as Aquaman did. But they considered it a success because it made its money. Um, but there's problems. <laughs> they got Birds of Prey coming, uh, and that looks terrible. <laughs> and now the st- de- plot details, uh, even suggesting pedophilia and the Black Mask character, uh, who's not gay in the comics, but will now be this flamboyant gay guy. As that's supposed to be some representation for gay people, but he's a psychotic murderer. <laughs> I why look gays? We gave you a killer. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out. And uh, just recently, uh, I didn't even know for sure if the Titans season two would come back because again, the DC platform is there's rumblings. They quickly canceled the Swamp Thing show, and looks like they probably shouldn't have. But it looks like they are doing Titans season two, but. Recently, there was some disaster on set where a special effects guy uh, was killed. So, I boy, I tell you, it's just they can't seem to catch a break uh, here and there for these things. And uh, so there you go with that. But uh, yes, indeed, release the Snyder Cut. I mean, just out of nothing more than I just want to see it. And I, I think they would make a considerable amount of money off of it. And whatever money they'd have to put into it to release it. Uh, I think they would, uh, would, would surely make it back. So uh, it, it's all very sad and it's a terrible thing. But the, the the main thing, the idea of just people who were holding to it, that it didn't exist was preposterous to begin with. Uh, but clearly something did exist. It was just a matter of how much and what was all there. And to this day, we really don't know that in total. So, because even though Zack Snyder said, yes, there is a cut, well, what kind of cut? You know, we don't really know that. So, but I tell you, the guy keeps releasing images that look pretty damn more finished than I thought. And you know, when he showed that picture of Darkseid, I didn't think there was anything like that. I'd seen little storyboard doodles and whatnot, 
but uh, nothing quite like that. So, boy, has he been holding stuff back <laughs> for a while. So that just teases it even more. Is like, you know, I come on, uh, let's see it, you know. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of The Nelson Show, which is actually 262, not 261. Even Red got it wrong this time. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, oh, man, I, I, I'm doing these shows after I come home from work, and, oh, <laughs> it might beat. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so anyway, I'll take my leave and uh, see you next time. Uh, do check out The Nelson Stores and my YouTube uh, channel, and uh, also on BitChute. So check those out. And follow me on uh, Twitter, Gab, and Minds.com. And uh, Parlay. I'm on Parlay. <laughs> uh, again, thank you for listening. We'll do it again soon. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. A woman of color. A woman of color.